Welcome back to another episode of Can I Have a Word with You? Bruce Culver mm. with Heather Carter. Hey, Heather. Hey, how are you doing? Fantastic. Heather Carter is an amazing author, speaker, writer, and dear friend and co-host on this amazing time that I get to spend with you. We get to spend together breaking down a word, talking about what it means, lining it up with scripture. Mm -hmm. How can we give some takeaways that, because uh, our words are so important, aren't they, Heather? Mm. I know you and I, we love words. I was reading something today. Here's one for the future, just so we put it in the books. Notion. I was reading about that today. So we'll talk about that some other time, but I have a notion that. that we may use that word coming yes. up in a while. Yes. Sorry for the pun. Well, <laughs> you know, life has been, you know, just grinding, but in a, in kind of a good way. We both have been busy. Um, mm -hmm. I'm at a national speakers association meeting this week and you've been doing a lot of prep for your speaking engagements and, mm -hmm. and your, your other, you know, businesses that you operate. So, um, we, uh, we kind of landed on a word today because it, it's something that you kind of have to be, but what does it really mean and how can we go about being in that zone or in that flow? And that word is? Vigilant. Vigilant. Wow. So you did some kind of root development or root looking into the meaning of that word. Because mm -hmm. when we think of vigilant, it can mean so many different things things i think it's one of those mystery words so what did the what did your research share with you about being vigilant well you know when initially when i heard hear that word and i think that the word is attractive to me because i i like to think of myself as vigilant you know when when people ask me at work what my strength is i that's a hard thing to say but i usually say something like you know i suit up and show up I suit up and show up because I just, <laughs> for better or for worse, I just keep going back and keep going back. And uh, sometimes that's what it takes to, you know, break through barriers and all those things. So I think of it as a very proactive and strong word. So, but um, we had um, a death in our community recently that was just tragic. And um, it was for a young 24-year-old girl, and they had a vigil for her last night. And I started thinking about that being the root word of this powerful, proactive, big, strong word. And uh, so I started to look into that a little bit. And it talks about, let me see if I can find it. I'll say it better if I look it up. Um, just the meaning of the word vigil. And it says, it's a period of keeping awake during a time usually spent asleep, especially to keep watch or pray. And I think that's a whole other angle of being vigilant. You know, you, I think of it as powerful and big and strong and almost loud, but this indicates that the root word to vigilant is a calmness, a steadiness, um, a, a determination and watchful prayer time. Um, and when sometimes other people are sleeping, you're awake, you're alert. Uh, I just love all those images. So Yeah. You know, what came to my mind immediately as, as you were saying that was some of the old, uh, you know, Westerns or when families were coming across in, you know, the coaches across the, uh, the mountain ranges. And at night, one person would stay up 
while everyone's left, you know, with, with a weapon or something to protect their community. And they would be vigilant. They were on, you know, their shift was to, to watch the campfire and watch the families and watch the belongings from it, from who knew, who knew what, right. Whether it was animals or whether it was, you know, something else that might be there to try to cause harm. So that was, that was a visual to, or a, a visual to me. I landed on a verse too, because we always like to kind of weave mm-hmm. that in because our faith is really important to us. And for me, vigilant, I landed on first Corinthians sixteen thirteen, which says, keep alert, be firm in your faith, stay brave and strong. So I, I landed on the, on the alert part. Um, you know, as a sports guy, you know, the concentration factor of hitting a baseball or hitting a tennis ball, or I mean, even playing ping pong or these days it's pickleball or cornhole or whatever those new, you know, mm-hmm. fun sports are there. There's a certain focused on like tightening up to do it, but almost like I need to keep other things out of my mindset or distractions. So I think to mm-hmm. be vigilant, also might mean to minimize being distracted, which would get back to, like you said, the, the awake while others are resting, mm-hmm. praying, that sort of thing, paying attention. So, um, you know, eye on the ball, whether it's a sport in, in music. Well, I found that when I was sight reading a piece or reading something for the, which is reading something for the first time, there was a certain level of not being distracted that allowed you to stay focused on seeing what's in front of you, but also what's a little bit ahead of you as you're kind of reading, playing and, and almost um, predicting what you're going to see next. So I love it. It's a great word. I love it. Yeah, I think, well, you had, you know, the as I was kind of looking through the different words we were going to pick from, you had done a walk and talk on, or no, not a walk and talk, one of your um, daily things. <laughs> What my mindset messages, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is it. Your yeah. mindset messages, and uh, I really liked what you had to say about vigilance. So, why don't you kind of just walk us through some of that and we can, yeah, you know, we'll break it down. Point. So, for those of you, it's the first time you've seen the uh, the podcast, we pick a word, we write that word vertically, and then we just try to write a sentence or a single word about each letter, and that helps. Me personally, and I think in the conversations, uh, it helps us break down what that word might mean to us and how we might take some actions based on that. So, right. for me, so right by, by we, we really mean Bruce. Bruce <laughs> writes these vertically, and then he fills in most of the time anyway, fills, up, fills in those blanks. And often there's words in there that he's used in his mindset messages, which are on social media, but then also maybe even from his book, Above the Chatter, Our Words Matter. So check all those things out. But um, I'm here to help him fill in the blanks. (laughs) Well, it's one guy's perspective (laughs) and it's really nice to have. No, I wasn't thinking about it that way. So here we go. So yeah, you're way off, Bruce, just um, way off. Yeah, what were you thinking? So uh, first, the first letter, of course, is V uh, in Vigilant. And I just wrote voraciously engaged. And so what I meant by that was to be vigilant you are really paying attention. You are in the moment and you want to be in the moment. That's what I wrote about that. Yeah, I think that's good. I think I'm voraciously 
disengaged a lot of the time. <laughs> so I'm going to work on that one. What do you got next? <laughs> okay, so the I then is intensely alert. And I don't know about you, but um, I remember vividly playing playing tennis and I had the opportunity to play maybe up a level, maybe into a place where I could have gotten my lunch eaten and often did. Mm -hmm. But I found that when it, this was just, just the physic physiological aspect, I would keep my eyes open and try to prevent blinking when a serve was coming my way. It was almost like I need to blink, I need to blink. But if I felt like if I was just alert that I could see, I could see what was in front of me more clearly and, and it also helped keep anything else kind of out of the way. So mm -hmm. just being alert. And I, you know, I was thinking about that. You're talking about sports and tennis and stuff. And I used to play tennis when I was young. I never told you that, but it was pretty bad because I, I was one of those like get mad and throw your racket kind of people. So that was not very good. But um, I've switched to pickleball and uh, usually I like to play with four people, but occasionally I have to play with just two players and sometimes I let the ball go by. I like I'll hit it. I'll be doing really engaged on my game. And then all of a sudden they'll hit it back and I'll just stand there as if I have a partner or something that's going to like run over there and, and hit it. And my brain just totally has for two seconds or less probably has gone somewhere else where I am not intensely engaged. And that's all it takes for me to get, you know, to just stand there thinking someone else is going to do what only I can do. I'm the only I am my team. So I think that's a good reminder is that that intensely alert, alert and painted, reminding yourself, you know, you often are the only one who can do this thing, you know, we're sometimes waiting for someone else to, to do it, but that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so that's a reminder, good reminder for me. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. And then the G is, gratefully growing. I think when we're, when we're vigilant, I, I like to see it as, you know, in ways that we're looking to improve. Like, I, I think that's like a commitment to, to growth. Now it can't always be that way, right? We all have things that hit us and setbacks and stumbling blocks and all that. But in growing, if we're grateful, I, I think we can be more vi vigilant because we have, if we can have gratitude in everything, um, then we are able to grow. So it's kind of, I put gratefully, but maybe it was growing with gratefulness or something. I, it could go both ways, but I, that's my thinking there is that it's easy to get distracted, discouraged if we feel like things aren't going our way when we are trying to be vigilant. So I thought the gratitude aspect was really important to help us. Yeah. Grow. Um, I have a friend who always, she calls those FGOs and I won't use the word that she uses for it, but it basically stands for a, a you know, a friggin' growth opportunity. Like just be grateful because this is an opportunity. Um, we call those FGOs, you know, we have a chance to move forward and learn some things and be grateful, even though the thing itself may not be fun, may not be easy, but we can still grow with grat in gratitude. Absolutely. I love that FGO. <laughs> okay. We'll leave that one at that. Cause this is a clean uh, podcast. <laughs> um, increasingly investing. Um, what I, what I meant there is that it's kind of related to the growing aspect, but sometimes when we think about growing, it's kind of us, right? 
But if we are pouring into others increasingly vigilant about that, I think I think that's a good characteristics of being vigilant. How can we find a way to serve? And when I mean serve, it might be just open the door. It might be help someone get their groceries in the car. It might be seeing a lawn that needs to be mowed. It could be so many different things um, that it's just it's just an in investment, but increasingly staying focused on that as well. Not always looking for the dividend or the payback, but continuing to look for ways that uh, the get comes in the give. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Okay. The L is longingly loyal. And that kind of didn't come to me visually the same way that it is now. And that is that one or two people in the family or in the, in the, the cowboy group or whatever that had to stay up late at night with a cup of coffee and a lantern by the fire while those others were resting. They were, mm -hmm. they were just long. They were just loyal to something bigger than themselves. And maybe that's part of the vigil that you talked about, about mm -hmm. that tragic event in your neighborhood is that everyone was kind of coming together and trying to be aligned and to be committed together. Yeah. I think that vigilant and loyalty are a connected in a huge way because we don't always feel we don't have to feel like being supportive or feel like writing the talk or whatever it is that you know you're you're passionate about those feelings are gonna come and go but that loyalty to the cause or the person or um, the event whatever it is is what keeps you engaged and and you have to be engaged yeah. to be vigilant mm -hmm. right, that was the first word ferociously engaged mm -hmm. a then two more two three more letters a always attentive always attentive always paying mm -hmm. attention and you know it gets kind of back to that sports analogy like you, you got to be ready for that ball coming to you whether it's in pickleball or ping pong or whatever always attentive to that circle and sometimes that circle has to become intentionally small to stay focused, not, not tighten up, not super concentrating, but just saying, this is what I'm watching at this moment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, I, I've read several times in several golf books about when you're, when you're looking to, to hit to a certain uh, location or certain direction that you pick the smallest possible target, not just, you know, over by those trees, but mm -hmm. which tree, you know, the tallest one, you know, mm -hmm. the one with the orange leaves versus the yellow leaves. So you, you get really tunneled in on um, being att always attentive to that target. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But any comments on that one? I don't know. No, 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 you're doing great on that. <laughs> the end then, the end is, is never distracted. Now, that's, that's a hard thing, but minimizing distractions you know, I don't know about you. My attention span sometimes is shorter than a chipmunk. Uh, yeah. So it's, well, a, it's a goal. Yeah, that is. I'm. That's probably why I didn't answer your last questions because I am distracted because my dumb cat got in my in the room here and it keeps pestering me and biting my feet and stuff like that. So, you know, I I am occasionally distracted. Oh. I would like to be never distracted, but um, it's a it's a life battle. And mm -hmm. so how do you do that? Right. One maybe action item is 
if you know you need to be vigilant on a project or vigilant in working through a relationship or working through, I don't know, preparing for an interview or whatever those things in life might be, uh, planning the space for it and the time for it might be equally as important as to what you're doing in that setting. Uh, you know, find a quiet room, um, go for a drive if you need to think, uh, get on the pathway and walk, whatever you need to find so that you have an environment that doesn't have those easy distractions, especially if it's a tough topic to deal with. Yeah. And we're, oh man, I'm so quick to distract myself. Even if I'm by myself, or, um, I will think of things to do or, uh, you know, the focus piece is a, you know, that's a huge thing for anybody who wants to do something more than just react to the world around them. Yeah. And I think that's probably my biggest struggle is to, to set aside the things that really matter and continually ask myself and evaluate. Um, you know, I tend to be the kind of person where someone says, Heather, if Blake came down and said, Heather, do you want to, I'd be like, yes, what is it? Yes, let's go. If yeah. you want to, you want to go somewhere, let's go. And that lends itself to a lot of distractions because I'm always looking for an opportunity to go do something or be with people and to force myself to sit and focus on the thing I truly love to focus on, that those other things are just opportunities. That doesn't mean I have to take them just because they're good opportunities, just because they're super fun or maybe once in a lifetime. Sometimes I need to say no to other things so I can say yes to the thing that um god has in front of me right then and there absolutely distractions are like a, a common you know it's, it's like the flash and and you know it's it's hot it's so uh much a discipline to build moments moments of no distraction can lead to you know not hours but might lead to a quarter hour might lead to mm -hmm. then a half an hour i think it's something we have to train ourselves to and one another way to do that is okay you've got this blank list of paper when something comes in your mind it's a distraction write it down like it's a to do mm -hmm. but it's not a to do right now you know your hair's not on fire so keep and it's it's a discipline right and i i struggle with it because i am easily distracted so that's sort of why i wrote never distracted in the end for vigilant mm -hmm. and then the t totally committed and look who we got we got a visitor <laughs> last time i locked her out for the whole time and that did not go well i don't need to expand on that but all her food <laughs> okay. and litter boxes are in this room so <laughs> so t is for totally committed and that's obviously a goal an objective you, know, you try to look we have to step in we have to learn that so so vigilant i'll run through it real quick and then we'll wrap this thing up because it sounds like there's someone that needs some attention over there uh vigilant voraciously engaged intensely alert, gratefully growing, increasingly investing, longingly loyal, always attentive, never distracted, <laughs> and totally committed. So yeah, being vigilant, a little more vigilant, I think helps. And as you said, it's resting, it's, it's keeping alert, but maybe it's at a time when others are are resting. So maybe that's a good time to be vigilant is when you are able to be alone. So Heather, I, think, I love this is again, just a joy yeah. to just write down some words and chat. Yeah. Thanks for taking time out of your little uh, trip and opportunities to s sit down with us and unpack this together. So we're, 
looking forward to having a couple guests coming up that will be uh, fun so yeah that's yeah. gonna be fun and you know what is it we're just breaking stuff down we're just trying to help folks out think about words think of our perspective how can we grow through the words we use and how we speak out loud how we speak to each other if you're looking for an amazing speaker look up heather carter she's doing these great I don't know, masterminds, a lot of them are just kind of bringing ladies together, right? And, and it, not always, but those seem to be real helpful right now and, and really gaining some traction and some value. Uh, I'm looking also, if you guys are looking for a keynote, looking for a workshop leader to come in and pour in about the power of our words, pulling out our potential, you know, how can we be the best version of ourselves that God has intended for us to be? Uh, these are, you know, they, they can absolutely be faith-based. I love doing those. And also there's, there's the corporate setting. that's all about possibilities and potential. So until next time, can I have a word with you? Heather, it was great having a word with you. All right. Talk soon. Talk Take to care. you soon. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone.